You're listening to the HFO Multifamily Market Watch podcast. Apartment owners who need to know trust HFO, the leading source for multifamily information in Oregon and Washington. Welcome back to HFO's Multifamily Market Watch podcast. It's Monday, September 20th. I'm Mike Pierce, HFO Research Analyst. The big stories from this past week. How are landlords faring during the pandemic? How are problems with collections affecting rent growth? An update on rental assistance distribution in Oregon. HFO's podcasts are sponsored by the Tax Deferral Accommodator Butler Exchange Group, serving as a resource to investors, brokers, attorneys, accountants, lenders, and financial planners on the ins and outs of 1031 exchanges. HFO is your leading multifamily real estate firm in Oregon and Washington. Now, on to our news briefing. The Joint Center for Housing Studies of Harvard University explored the impact of COVID-19 pandemic on the rental business of landlords in 10 cities across the U.S. It was found that landlords' rental properties generated a significantly lower share of their potential rental revenue in 2020 relative to 2019. It was observed that proportionate three- to four-fold increase in rental non-payment during the pandemic for all cities in the sample, and 9% of landlords received less than half of their yearly rent in 2020. While landlords modified their business practices, such as granting rental extensions in response to the decrease in rental revenue, business impacts alone cannot explain landlords' behavioral responses. The pandemic also amplified the relationship between rental collection and actions such as rental forgiveness and deferred property maintenance, perhaps due to constraints in 2020 on landlords' traditional responses of non-rental payments such as late fees and evictions. This suggests that many owners modified their practices to recover funds to attempt to cut costs by reducing investment in their properties. The latter trend raises the possibility of concerning repercussions, which is that many properties will need further investment post-pandemic to remain viable and can have two distinct negative effects. First, in the short term, it may imply that renters are residing in units that are of substandard quality, thus affecting their health and well-being. Second, Owners finding the means to pay for the deferred investments may result in rental units existing on the housing stock earlier than they previously would have. For the markets in the study, both outcomes may contract the local housing stock and further exacerbate the housing affordability issues. The findings show that small landlords had the highest exposure to rental non-payment, both prior and during the pandemic, but mid-size owners saw the largest increase in non-payment. These findings highlight the existing financial precarity of small property owners, as well as the tenuous financial position of mid-size owners in 2020. Many small and medium-sized owners face challenges accessing credit to invest in their properties in general. Owners of these properties will have difficulty restructuring their financing to ensure their property is viable. These challenges are clearly affecting the owner behavior. With city-level rental non-payment positively associated with property sales listings, such sales could place further strain on the overall stock of affordable housing, although they also present an opportunity for localities to actively broker for the sales and purchase these properties to ensure their long-term viability. This approach could also serve as an opportunity for localities to provide subsidy support with affordability restrictions to increase the affordability of the units. Cities may be well-positioned to pursue such a strategy given the unprecedented federal funds currently being deployed. How are problems with collections affecting rent growth? We just discussed how small and mid-size owners had the highest exposure to rental non-payment both prior and during the pandemic. The findings highlight the pre-existing financial precarity of small property owners as well as the tenuous financial position of mid-size owners in 2020. But what about rent growth? In its latest report for August 2021, Yardy Matrix reports that rent growth is breaking records across the country. 
when asking rents are going up an astonishing 10.3% in August on a year-over-year basis. Portland exceeded the national benchmark with rents going up 11.3%, and Seattle has come in just under 9.5%. Also in Yardi's report is an updated rent growth for 2021. Portland's 2021 rent growth is forecasted to go up 9.1%, and Seattle 7%. How is rental assistance distribution going in Oregon? A growing number of evictions statewide is causing concern for Oregon renters who are struggling to get the money they need to remain housed as the state tries to ramp up the pace at which it's distributing federal dollars to keep people in their homes. More than $204 million is currently available to Oregon residents, but the state has approved just $43 million of that particular pot, reaching just over 6,800 households in 2021, according to Oregon Housing and Community Services. The United States Department of Treasury announced that it hopes to see states distribute approximately 65% of the federally allocated rent assistance dollars by September 30th. Oregon has distributed just 21% with just two weeks left to reach that benchmark. After September 30th, The Treasury State Department is allowed to take back the funds that they were allocated to states in access, but they are not required to. As that milestone quickly approaches, more than one-third of the 33,000 Oregon households that have completed applications are still waiting for initial interviews. As state, county, and local community action agencies struggle with technology issues that continue to slow the process with thousands statewide facing the threat of eviction. Nearly 12,000 applications remain incomplete and another 6,400 require tenant response before they can move forward. State and local employees working with tenants have reported that the process is somewhat burdensome, particularly for low-income families who might not have access to documentation such as recent pay stubs or written rental agreements from their landlords. Language barriers, technology gaps, and disability issues have also contributed to a large number of incomplete applications and a slow rollout. The backlog of incomplete applications has sparked a massive outreach program by OHCS. Eviction defense lawyers and local agencies to spur households to complete them or respond to initial questions for documentation and other hiccups as causing delays. Statewide, the numbers paint a picture of a system that has picked up the pace in recent weeks, but some counties are faring much better than others. Thanks to its diverse economy and high quality of life, Portland's multifamily market was able to resist recent economic hardships. The metro also benefited from the pandemic-induced migration patterns attracting residents looking for less dense and more affordable places to live. The most recent report from OHCS shows the flow of emergency rent assistance dollars in the hands of landlords seeking to evict a tenant has quadrupled since the beginning of August, when a flurry of media reports revealed scathing reviews of the state's process and software vendor. In the past eight months, OHCS has pushed out more than $182 million from several different funds for landlords and tenants alike. To compare, in 2019, the state dispersed only $17 million in similar funding. State and community partners are now engaging in a massive outreach program to ensure that those that have uncompleted applications or those that need additional documentation complete the process so they can receive the funding they need. The state has also set up a 211 phone number for informational resources Oregonians learn about the rental assistance program and what might be available to them. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a new edition of Multifamily Market Watch. Be sure to check out our most recent HFO TV interviews. Our latest video features Greg Frick with a late summer Portland Metro apartment market update. HFO TV interviews are available on our website or our YouTube channel. You can always stay up to date on multifamily news throughout the week by visiting or subscribing to the Northwest Apartment Investor blog available on our website. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week. Stay in the know with HFO. Listen to podcasts, read the latest news, or watch exclusive HFO TV interviews. Connect to our blog, podcasts, or video interviews directly from our website at hfore.com.